Welcome, guys, to the Recovering Reality Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Fredrickson. I'm glad you've joined us on the fastest growing recovery podcast out. Hey, make sure you subscribe on whichever platform you are connecting with us through as we are on multiple platforms. And hey, if you guys are looking for more resources to help you live out the best recovery possible, I'd encourage you to to check out the website at recoveringreality.com. Sign up for the email list. You're going to get access to free content, videos, our blogs, of course, the podcasts and online courses that we have as well to empower you and countless other people to live into the healthiest and most powerful recovery possible. Thanks for joining us, guys. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome again, friends, to another episode, another venture, journey. We are going to go on on the Recovering Reality podcast. Hey, I want to say thank you to you guys. I started this podcast, I I think it's been about five months. I just started five months ago. We have over 2.1 thousand plays, downloads, um, and been able to interact with and encourage and meet a whole bunch of awesome people. Audience keeps growing larger and larger, and um, it's been really cool. I just sort of not sort of, I started it in faith. I just felt like God said, start a recovery podcast. So I did. And it's been pretty awesome. So thank you guys for coming on this journey with us. It's awesome. I just love encouraging and interacting with more and more people. So today, I want to share a story with you, all right? I'm going to talk about God. I'm going to talk about that God is good. And most of us have a hard time believing and trusting that. And I want to share a story that magnifies that and hopefully imparts some faith to you as well and some trust into the reality of God's character and that God is good. So my journey to, we live in Ohio now. We live in a village in Ohio. I think if I heard everything correctly, it's, any town under 5,000 in America technically is a village. It's like 3,500 people. We're about 30 minutes south of Canton, Akron area. Um, we moved here. Rather than give you the whole background on it, we had some friends that we already knew here, and we moved here just barely over a year ago. Like, I guess it's uh, about 13 months ago we moved here to Ohio. Now, we were living in San Diego. And San Diego, you need to be making well over a hundred. You need to be making. We'll just put this. You need to be making a hundred grand a year in San Diego, just to with if you have a family and own a house, just to um, just to keep your head above water. You're not really even going to get ahead too much making that if you have a family and own a house. You're just going to kind of stay afloat. Um, we weren't quite that space yet, not yet, but we weren't while we were there, so. We were processing, I'm going to be very um, open about some details of my life because it's in sharing stories about who God is and how he interacts and meets us in real time in our situations that we get to know more of his character and who he really is. So, 
my wife and I, two sons, had it, um, we knew we were moving out of San Diego. We had it narrowed down to Phoenix, where I have a brother, sister-in-law, and his family, um, who are awesome. We had it narrowed down to Phoenix. Still pretty close to San Diego. Needs a lot of help with stuff and recovery there. Anywhere it does, really. Um, we're here, rural Ohio. And we went through a very methodical process. We didn't just flip and we didn't just flip a coin and flippantly say, oh, well, let's just go here. We did a lot of praying. We talked to people. We came out here and visited for 10 days before we came. We didn't just kind of throw a dart at the board and all right, let's let's do it. Asked, prayed, heard, talked to people, investigated. We were very thorough. Okay. I'm gonna double back on that point there in a little bit, all right? We were very thorough though. In the midst of moving here, we had a moving company, pack up all of our stuff, drive it all the way across country, not exactly cheap to do that. Pack up the whole family, come over here, move into a space, start a new job. It's a risk, faith, but a risk nonetheless. We didn't just, like I said, throw a dart at the board. We felt like we were hearing God and following God. Okay? So we did it. Now, so that 14, 15 months ago while we're in this process, up to about 13 months ago when we actually drove all the way across country, okay? Um, just costs a lot of money to do something like that. <laughs> now, here's the thing, though. When sometimes God will ask us to do some things just to see if we trust he's really good. And he'll conceal some of the blessings that he is going to unload on us until he knows that we're going to say yes. There's questions, there's uncertainties, there's, well, how is this going to work out? How is that going to work out? The, the point I want to convey most in the midst of this story is this. All of that's going to work out good if it's God telling you to do it. Period. Well, yeah, but what if, how come... It's going to play out different in your circumstances. I don't know. Exactly the way I'm going to tell my story right now isn't going to play out in your life the exact same way. But there's a relationship that can be had with the exact same God that brought about all this stuff that happened. And you can have that exact same relationship and see amazing circumstances play out in your life if you're willing to follow. So, all that. We had enough money. So... Put everything in full perspective here, okay? We said, all right. Felt like we're doing it. We've made the decision. We're going. When I made the decision, I didn't even know. So I was still doing a lot of coaching at the time. Um, it was good. It's been it's been a very good side stream of income for, for years now. Um, now it has radically changed, and it's the, pretty much all I do, that and speaking and um, trainings and stuff. But um, now it's really changed. Now it's the the main thing that I do now. Um, then it was good. It was good. Um, but I came out here to work at a treatment center too for the first nine months I was here. And I was already talking with the treatment center. But when we made the decision, we're going. I don't know how it's going to work out, but we're going. I didn't know if I was going to get the job or not. We said we're going. Two days later, I got the job. 
So, okay, there's a little bit of hope and encouragement. So we come, we come all the way across country from San Diego to Ohio, with two little boys in the back seat in their car seats, lugging uh, the smallest U-Haul available. So we came all the way across country. We get here, paid for them to move all our stuff across, across country. We moved it in the middle of the month in May last year. And our um, friend who we rent this house right now as we're saving to get our own. We're renting this house and we move it in the middle of the month. And we didn't know till we got here again, are you going to trust and just follow when you don't know how everything's going to work out? Just trusting God is good. Not flippantly making decisions, just doing what we want. Why didn't you do this, God? Why didn't you do that? And we were very, very methodical in our prayer, making sure we were hearing correctly and obeying and following. Okay, so we get here in the middle of the month, our, we find out our friend says, you know, you don't need to put a security deposit or last month. And, the, you know, you can stay here for two weeks and just start paying rent at the beginning of the next month. Again, boom, grace. Now, if the story ended right there, it would be a pretty good story because that's just cool stuff right there that just helps in this journey moving to a whole new place on the other side of the country. But it doesn't stop there. The next morning... So our first official day here, we wake up in the morning and our friends who we had just met a month prior when we came for 10 days and we, I spoke a few times during that time and we met some friends who live just a few doors down from us still, come over that morning. Long story short, there's some humor in this, in this specific story as well. I won't get to it all, but um, long story short, they just came over and gave us a car. It's a used minivan, but we take the forerunner if we ever need to go anywhere far, anything like that. And... You got a, another car for, for my wife to use just around locally, the village. Awesome. That would be a good story in and of itself if it ended right there. <laughs> but it doesn't. Later, the exact same day later, our first official full day being here. Later in that day, a friend of mine calls and long story short, deposits $7,000 in my PayPal that night. $7,000 is a lot of money. Anybody that has a family <laughs> after a big move knows that's a huge help, but you know, $7,000 is a lot of money, but when you got a family and you're the sole provider, it's like, it's not really not that much money. <laughs> it goes quick, but let me just make some points in the midst of all this. Because you might say, well, I thought I trusted God and it didn't work out like that. So da 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 I've, I, I thought I was trusting too and stepped into some situations and it didn't work out exactly the way that I thought. And I, I had to battle through my own discouragement and trusting and big leaps of faith as well. Okay? But sometimes in the midst of all of that, God just wants to know if we're going to trust him. God just wants to say, hey, come over here. Just trust me, okay? I want to test your heart right now to see if you really do trust that I'm good because I got a whole bunch of amazing stuff I want to give you. But if God would have given it to us while we were still in San Diego, we would have stayed. And it's very, very clear and obvious. I could do a whole series of podcasts, maybe I will, about what has opened up for us in one year's time here. My business has exploded speaking traveling and just blessings on the family and friends amazing friends and opportunities and 
all sorts of new stuff opening up. Just it's it's so unbelievably obvious that he led us here. But it was a leap of faith to come here. It was trusting in God. It was trusting in God's goodness. It was trusting in the character of God. I wasn't trusting in what Ohio had for us. I was trusting in what God had for me in following him. It's a relationship. And the way things have opened up and the way everything has gone has just been absolutely amazing since. It doesn't mean there's not challenges. It doesn't mean there's still not faith. It doesn't mean there's still not things that pop up. Of course, we all know it's just, that's called life. But my question to you is this. In the midst of you having to make decisions that may seem like a risk, are you assessing it from a humanistic standpoint? Are you inviting God in and trusting that he is good and that he, although there may be uncertainties and unanswered questions about how's that going to work out, how's this going to work out, if, if, maybe you can hear my son in the background outside my office. He's an enthusiastic one-and-a-half-year-old. If it's God and he's the one leading, you can trust that he is good. You can trust that he's going to open the doors. You can trust that he has some surprises waiting for you when you get to the point he's calling you to. And sometimes getting there is nerve. And it's our actions that prove if we trust. It's our actions. And the best way to experience, the best way to strengthen your faith is to, yes, do everything you can to make sure you're hearing God clearly. But then it's in the experiencing who he is and experiencing the provision, rewards, open doors on the other side where he took the leap of faith to go to the destination. It's in experiencing the process and his reality revealed that our faith is strengthened and boosted in ways that are unimaginably beautiful. So I just ask you, are you inviting God into the process? And when you feel like you're hearing him, are you trusting him? Are you trusting that although there are questions that are not answered, he is good? And let me end with this last point. He will never call you into a battle. He has not equipped you to win. He, he will never set you up for failure. He'll never put you in a situation that is going to crush you, that you're going to buckle under, that's going to ruin you. If he's leading you, if, if it's him leading you into that space, he has set you up for victory. Doesn't mean there's not challenges. Doesn't mean it won't stretch you. Doesn't mean there won't be some difficulties. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means he's leading you into victory. So hopefully this, what it does is it extends an invitation to you to begin to dialogue with God about certain situations in your life, uh, questions you may have, risks, faith-filled risks that you feel like you should be taking moving forward. So again, you guys are awesome. Thank you for joining me, us, on another journey, adventure on the Recovering Reality Podcast. And we will connect with you guys very soon. Have a wonderful day.